Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. That's right. That's what we do. Why not? That's my saying for 2024. Why not? Why not? Why not? We've been talking about more in 24. There's more in 24. (laughs) 24. (laughs) If you're just tuning in, good morning. Good morning. It is the second hour of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We are coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio. We've got guest co-host, former NBA, magnificent player. Look at you smile. That's what I'm here to do is make people smile. Marquette University Men's Basketball Hall of Famer Tony Smith is in the building. We've been talking about Harvard President Claudine Gay, black woman who announced yesterday that she is stepping down from being president after just six months into her presidency amid a firestorm of controversy at the university where it was determined that she should resign after anti-Semitic remarks against the Jewish community, plagiarism of her Ph.D. dissertation, as well as not taking the necessary measures to protect Jewish students on the campus of Harvard University amidst the war that is currently taking place between Israel and Palestine. The Truth Talk and Text Line has been going bananas. Bradford on the Truth Talk and Text Line says, I haven't heard any radio show talk about Jews. I thought that was a taboo topic. I thought that if you say something not agreeable, then they have the power to have you canceled faster than the LGBTQIA plus community. Kanye, Kyrie Irving come to mind as those who may have misspoke, oh, and support Palestine. The caller on the Truth Talking text line says, Denise, when it comes to the firing of the Harvard president, I am sure that a European person would have not been fired. A simple apology would have been sufficient if she was a white individual, melanomic individual. LT says nobody stood by blast during the civil rights movement. Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody stood by blacks during the civil rights movement more than Jewish people. If you are the president of a university and you are asked is hate speech and genocide towards black, a form of bullying. And you say it depends on the context, you know, doggone well, you will be calling for that president's resignation. So now it, that it's Jewish, it's different. First off, you ain't going to get asked by anybody in terms of if it's uh, a genocide towards black people or black students on your campus. So that is a very fictitious situation because that has not been the case and it probably never will be the case. Well, I, you know, and, t- and Telly, I appreciate your underscore. And let me go back before break. I was sharing that. Tony and I both were sharing that. We have a number of friends who are Jewish people. I and, and I talk about this all the time because like I literally was in Tel Aviv, Bethlehem, and Jerusalem, December of 2022. And I visited a rabbi and his family, and I had my first Shabbat dinner. 
And for those that are not familiar, that is a weekly, it's a, a huge part of the Jewish community's culture. And in Western culture or in America, our work weeks are like Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. It's our time in the Jewish community. They shut down around noon on Fridays. There's no technology like you can't text or you can't be on your phone or you can't be on the Internet. It is just time to sit down and literally break bread with your family. And you do that until Sunday morning. Sunday morning is what we would call the start of the work week in the Jewish community versus our Monday. It's their Sunday. And so I say all this to say it's important that as human beings, we feel the way that we feel based on experiences and based on what we see and read. So experiences, what we read, see and hear. So a lot of the division that I'm seeing perpetuated between black Americans and and Jewish people in America And to Telly's point, there are a number of media groups, whether it's television, whether it's radio, that are owned by members of the Jewish community. That is a fact. That's not a feeling. It's not it's not it's not being said to offend anybody. It's a fact. The reality is that. For black people, when you when you see a community. Of rising billionaires not by inheritance, but just by hard work and navigating as a black person, especially as a black man in this country, to then have the the power, the money, the capital. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, black people are lazy or black people. They, they want to depend on the government for assistance. Mm. You know, they, they want they want they just want, 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 but don't want to work, work, work. And you literally had three completely non-associated black men put in their bids to purchase Paramount Media Group. Paramount Media Group is owned by men who are Jewish. That's a fact. Yep. <laughs> when, when, yes, when. So Tyler Perry isn't allowed to say that this deal was not a good deal and that what they were asking was way overpriced. And then when they rescind the offer, then you turn around and you, here it is. Whether whether you want to be kumbaya or whether you want to say, look, be careful. These are the realities that black Americans and Jewish people are facing currently in this country. And the media groups, including television and radio, are perpetuating a lot of the division. Now, when I asked the rabbi, in his home, in Jerusalem, during a Shabbat dinner. I said, have you been watching? Because that was the time to, I think it was LT, that was around the time where Kyrie Irving had been fined Mm. and suspended for making comments or reposting a tweet that was deemed as anti-Semitic, right? So I'm in Jerusalem, and I'm like, Rabbi, are you seeing what's going on between the Jewish community and the black community in America? He said, yes. I said, why do you think this is? I'm going to just abbreviate and just get down to what he said that hit me the hardest. He said, in America, and again, I'm just I'm just saying what he said. And when we have these types of conversations, you have to be willing to hear things that you may not agree with, but don't like 
get violent, angry, or internalize it or call somebody crazy or I'm canceling you or you right, this right, and right. that. He said, I'm, I'm, I don't see a strong sense of community among black Americans. I don't see that anymore like I used to see. And I see a lot of dependency. And one of the, the strongest forces in the Jewish community is that the community. He said, just like right we're doing right now, every Friday, it's it's not, I mean, he didn't say non-negotiable, but he was like, it's non-negotiable. We are going to come together as a family and we're going to talk about how we continue to build, how we continue to support one another. And I was thinking, when's the last time? And again, I'm just, I'm, I, I was just, when he said it, 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 it hurt. It kind of stung. Because I want to say, well, there's a lot of things that black people deal with that prevent us from being able to have these kind of things. But I thought, well, is it? So. Prioritize. I, the underlying message that I received from the rabbi, whether he intended to, to say it or not, was that if you live in an environment that is constantly through legislation, through narratives, through uh, treatment that is different from others. Okay, so for example, if you lived at home with your parents, Tony, as a grown man, Mm. and your parents were obviously making it uncomfortable for you to be there, like you got to be home by 10 o'clock, we're not going to give you any more allowance. If you want want to eat, you got to get it your own. Making it comfortable for you. Like, why did you pick up that magazine? Just every little thing you do, you just criticize and scrutinize, and it's just the environment is making it hard for you to thrive let alone just exist. What are you going to do? Leaving. Mm. I'm done. I'm leaving. That's that's all I got to say, Telly. <laughs> because that to me is what the I, rabbi I was the trying to, way. yeah, the rabbi was like, yeah. why do y'all keep allowing, whether it's Jewish people or other black people, if you are tired of being in a situation, Leave. If you are tired of being dependent on a certain group that is letting you know the powers that be will make it difficult for you, get your own. And I know a lot of us are saying, well, it ain't that easy. As somebody who did not inherit wealth, and by no means am I saying I'm I'm Diddy or Beyonce in terms of wealth and (laughs) Jay-Z, but I've learned the hard way that working in environments where a majority of people or even just a few that have that power that don't want you there. Ain't no need to be trying to convince you. Quit wasting your time and energy trying to convince a group of people that don't want you there, that are committed to misunderstanding you, that are committed to making it difficult for you. Quit wasting your time and energy. And I will continue to have friends from all walks of life. I will, I'm going to Zurich, Switzerland the end of this month. I will continue to know that there is way more good people in this world than not. But what I won't do is just say things like, well, I'm going to make sure that, you know, we, we put another black person as president at Harvard. They have made it clear that they don't want a black It'll person to be, be president. A long time, exactly. So why don't I Denise, try to? We yeah. gotta, 
We got a really interesting and good topic. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, text message we just received on the True Talk to text line, 833-212-1017. Eddie says, have anybody thought of protecting the Muslim and Palestinian kids on campus? They have also been receiving threats. And five-year-old Palestinian kid was stabbed to death by a white dude in Chicago. I don't want any child. I don't want any child to have to be... Have to have to live in a in a world where because of their race, their color, their identity, that they're stabbed to death just because of their yes. like I don't want any kid to go right. through that. Remove the race, religion, you know what whatever. Remove that. But we yes. keep but we keep yeah. allowing because like when I asked Sherman, I said, Sherman, do you have any Jewish friends? He said no, and I'm like, that's a part of. The, does it mean I'm going to wake up today and get five Jewish friends? What I'm saying is that no, it's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that. This is all about experience, exposure. It's all about. Yes. And I'm going to just use the term because I can wake up. Like if there are certain groups and entities that are saying without saying verbatim that we don't want you here, we're going to make it extremely hard. Harvard University. Thank you. You let me know as a black woman where I stand in terms of ever. If I ever wanted to be president at Harvard University, y'all just let me know. We'll check the box. We'll say we had we had one. Did an interview. Yeah, we did an interview. We even hired her because my thing is she wrote her dissertation in 1997. You then allowed her to correct it in the 2000s. It's 2024. Oh, you need some more corrections. Oh, so you were putting that in your back pocket. You you had right. you was holding on to that. Just just keep it real. Oh, big time. Yeah. They knew in 1997 there were errors. Telly, it, here's another thing, y'all. Last night, not making this up, I was sitting in my living room watching television, and a commercial came on, and it was the University of Wisconsin's Madison's Business School. And in the commercial, strategically, and I'm using that word based on the announcement that, you know, all University of uh, Wisconsin systems, Madison, yeah. Milwaukee, Lacrosse, can no longer have DEI. In this commercial, y'all, yesterday, I'm not making this up, University of Wisconsin-Madison Business School. What what do you think the students look like in that commercial? Very diverse. Very diverse. They had like a black man or black student, like praise by if I guess. They had an Asian. They had what appeared to be a Latino person. Mm -hmm. And they had like two white people. And in this commercial... Everybody's getting along. They're smiling, laughing, walking on campus. And I thought to myself, are you kidding me right now? Is that really what being a student at what the campus looks like? Because whenever I see like TikTok videos or or <laughs> TikTok videos or uh, YouTube videos of, <laughs> of parties at UW-Madison, that ain't the image that I see. Mm-mm. And the combined with the announcement. <laughs> so now you're insulting my intelligence. Unless the basketball team is there. Or the football team. Yeah, they just want it to be where they understand perception is reality. And if that's the way that people perceive that the Madison campus is, then that's going to be the reality. But we all know that's not the reality. And to have a commercial that really displays diversity on the heels of making sure that DEI was excluded it's just, I mean, you talk about putting a lipstick on a pig. 
That's what we call putting the lipstick on a pig. Like, it's a pig, and you think that you put lipstick on it, you're going to make it look good. Well, guess what? Still a pig. <laughs> you know what, Telly? I'm glad you said that. Speaking of which, this is truth be told. Tony and Telly, I'm just going to say my truth. Say it. If if you're listening to this to this show, if you listen to this station, knowing that it is Milwaukee Black Talk Radio, and knowing that for the first time, you have one station that gives you 11 consecutive hours of black talk that's talking about things that impact our community. And when you listen to this, if you're offended or if you're like, man, this is, this is racist, this is wrong. I, I'm going to just say this right now. You need to do some self-evaluation because whether I'm Jewish, black, white, Latino, Arabic, whatever, as a human being, when I hear that Harvard University forced a black woman to resign within six months of her presidency, but yet you've got a whole laundry list of hate crime investigations that a number of which were filed by black student organizations. And at the end of the day, don't 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 get mad because you're feeling uncomfortable let that be an awareness that you care. Like, this is wrong. This is not right. There is inequality yeah. going on. I'm not going to bite my tongue. Because what I'm saying as a black person and how I feel day after day after day. Oh, don't, don't say this because you know so-and-so might be listener. Or don't say. Or, but nobody is telling those other groups. That is a valid feeling. And and I'm, I am much. I am looking forward to my Jewish friends, and I'm looking forward to my white friends, to not just when they see me, you know, at the Bucks game and say, "Hey, I listen to your show. I love it. I'm learning so much." I, I need y'all to call in because we have to start having conversations, and and that not are just, uncomfortable. That are uncomfortable. <laughs> that are uncomfortable. That's and, the that's the main thing. One of those text messages you read, DT, said, uh, you know, I thought this was a taboo subject. Why? Why? Why does it have to be taboo? I mean, just because you're not comfortable or, I mean, because if you actually open up a conversation, you might actually learn something. And here's the thing, Telly, too. I got to say this, too. Because Telly and I, we say this. People will text us and call us and tell us, you know, say this or don't. Do you think, as a 47-year-old woman who is black in this country, do you think a two-time Emmy award-winning broadcaster, do you think that we're, we wake up in the morning with the intentions to offend or say something that would get us fired? But what we won't do if you tell us that this is a black talk radio show, and for the first time, Black people finally have perspectives to where, you know how many times I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh? And I'd be mm. like, what? Mm. How does this man have a radio show? And not only did he have one, he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Mm. The highest honor you can receive from a president. Well, he got that from his boy. So I don't let's, care. Let's, because uh... here's the thing. But, but here's the thing, Telly. I don't care because at the end of the day, it was celebrated. It was broadcasted. And it's on his resume. And it's on his resume. And my well, thing is, he did now, so. what, but my thing is, I, I, I think what I, I hope that 
my my white friends, my Jewish friends, and even black folks who be like, don't say that. I I hope that you would sit back and understand that there is no other race in this country, no other race. And again, this is not a feeling. This is a fact. No other race of people that were stolen from their homeland rode on a ship in shackles covered in feces and urine, some of which decided I'm going to kill, kill, kill myself. Others withstood days and days and weeks and weeks of riding across the Atlantic Ocean. Again, vomit, feces, urine, covered in, covered your body. You're in shackles. Then you get off the boat. Now get to work. Then you get, then you, you get separated from your family. You're raped, both men and women, by the way. Oh, let's talk mm-hmm. about it. And then you, 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 you have to fight every day, Tony. Every day. And then here we are on a black radio station. And we still got people worried about if this is how we feel. And this is a reality that is impacting. And we need to have, we're telling you as a race. <laughs> that First of all, we didn't ask to be here. Number two, every day we are reminded. Every day. That no matter how educated, no matter how rich, monetarily, we will still get the short end of the stick and still have to smile and wave and say, how you doing? We are, we are tired. We are angry. We are frustrated. Does it mean that we hate all Jewish people? We hate all white people? No. But what we're trying to just ask for is take a step back and look at the history of what our ancestors, our great-grandparents, our, how, how, how would you feel knowing that you belong to a race where you really don't know your history. How would you feel or knowing they that? they want to extract it as it didn't even happen. As if it didn't it's even exactly happen. exactly what they're trying to do now. They're just trying to make it seem like your whole history isn't important and it doesn't matter. All By I- removing all of the DI and and. Like, it's just, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. continue. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so frustrated because after everything that we're saying, Tony, I mean, it only, it almost brings tears to my eyes that every day on this station, whether it's Tori, Sherwin, Dr. Ken, Mel, you, Telly, me, it's, it's this like, well, be careful or don't. And black folks, we don't get the same treatment. There's nobody tiptoeing. I'll give you another example. And then I'm going to be quiet, Telly. We went to, a friend of mine went to go see Dave Chappelle. I told this story. Went to go see Dave Chappelle at United Center. This is just uh, two months ago. Best. Mm -hmm. Tony, not making this up. Dave Chappelle and the comedian before him, I forget his name. Telly, you know the brother. He's older. Black guy. Uh, anyway, uh, he said the N word. Now this, this is a sold out show. United center can hold about what? 15,000 people. At least. Uh, More more like 19, 20, 20,000 people. Y'all the bigger. Yeah. 20,000 people. And the majority of the people that were at visibly that were at Mm -hmm. the Dave Chappelle concert. What do you think their race was? Uh, Chappelle black. No, no, no. The majority of the people at that concert, the United center, were non-black people. Hmm. 
That's a, I was there. And yeah. I was just like, let me just observe. Just give you an example for all those that want to protect everybody else. Dave Chappelle and the comedian before him used the N-word at least, at, I stopped counting y'all, at least 20 times in the first, like, 15, 20 minutes was up there. Donnell Rawlings? Donnell Rawlings, was it, was thank Donnell, you. Yeah, it was Donnell they Rawlings. They said okay. the N-word, Tony and Telly, it, I couldn't, I, I quick counting. This man says a word, uses a word, a slur, that is against the LGBTQ. I'm not going to use it, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying, right? Right. You could hear booze. Right? <laughs> Dave Chappelle and what's the other brother's name? Telly? Donnell, Donnell Rollins. Donnell, Literally said, Rollins, this, I find yeah. this so interesting that I've said the N-word and I've even called black women bees and H-words, garden tools. Mm-hmm. Nobody in this audience said... <laughs> right, right, right. Laughing. As soon as I say something about the L, then it's... So I'm just letting y'all know that when we have these conversations... Oh. I can't believe he said that. When we have these conversations, it cannot be, oh, you can't say that about that group. But, oh, you can talk about black folks, black women, you know, B's and H. So just as a human being, take a step back. Because it is, it is very disheartening to see that certain hate speech or certain anti-whatever speech has way more weight than when you talk about a group of people that have already (laughs) just, yeah. That was my truth of the matter, Telly. I'm done. But if I get (laughs) one more text or phone call or, you know, be careful. You tell tell them other people that. Yeah, exactly. No, that's real. That's real. On that, I think we should go to break. Ben, is it time for break? <laughs> break. <laughs> All right. You know, look, tell, you know, you'll be like, shoot. Good break. Right. That's right. Shoot. All right. Truth be told, with DT and Telly and guest host Tony Smith are back on the other side of the break. <laughs> More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This on Donda, mm, mm, on my mama, mm, mm, made a promise, mm. Junior Watanabe on my re. Junior Watanabe you are listening on my re. To the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. I was just asking Tony. How do you feel about this? Because I have friends from all walks of life. I have a number of Jewish friends. Matter of fact, I have Jewish friends that listen to the show. I probably got Jewish friends that are listening to the show right now. What's up? I have no text, no nothing, because my friends, whether you black, white, I mean, shoot, I get on my black friends nerves. But in all seriousness, all my friends know how I am. They know my personality. They know how I feel. And I appreciate who was this? Um, I think it was the caller. Let me read what he said. Because when, when, when I read it, I was like, thank you for recognizing that. Says on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017. Awesome take, Denise. As a globetrotter, 
You are an example of a black person exercising the freedom that our enslaved ancestors were denied and which many fought and died for during the Civil War. Thank you for that, the caller, because, yes, I'm very intentional about traveling all over the world and meeting people from all walks of life. Like I said, I'm going to Zurich, Switzerland. I'm pretty confident I'll be like one of maybe three chocolate chips when I'm in Zurich, <laughs> i.e. black folks. And someone said on the Truth Talking text line, good morning, DT and Telly. This is Brother Brad, member of the Truth Nation. I love the show. Earlier, I mentioned that it was taboo to speak about Jewish people. Paul Mooney warned that they're going to take your show. Hey, they took his show. Let me be clear. Speaking about any type of people as it relates to significant news issues that's going on in this country, it, it, it's, it is what it is. And I know, I know me as a human being, I'm not going to do anything within my awareness and understanding. And also as a certified communication coach, leadership coach, who's worked in the DE&I space, it's just not in me to say something like, Oh, I hate you. Offensive. Yeah, I hate you because you're black, or I hate you because you're Jewish, or I hate you because you're this. It's just not in me. However, with that being said, if if one group of people, based on their any aspect of their identity, is getting discriminated, treated poorly, fairly, or just flat out dying, where another group of people that do the same thing, like wake up in the morning and just breathe, get treated a whole different way. I'm going to talk about it. That's not taboo. That's called awareness. It's and called using, seeing and, and hearing and being an advocate. <laughs> right. So what I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and be a part of this like mindset that it's taboo to talk about Jewish people. It's tab. It should be, it should be taboo to talk about any group of people in Anybody. a way that demonstrates hatred or discrimination or disrespect. That's not what we do on this show. However, if it involves a certain group of people that are being treated differently compared to another, we're going to call it out. That's called truth telling. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like the, you know, you don't don't say anything about the white people. I don't say anything about the Jewish people. Uh, well, they need to, that, to change the that, station to that, Milwaukee talk right, then. They, they, might get, they might get you fired. But like you say, oh, you, you say something about whoever else. You say something about Latinos, uh, Hispanics, or blacks, and no problem. Because what can they do to you? That's, that's, what it's, that's what it sounds like when people are, are telling you, hey, be careful. Be careful. But like you say, you should be saying really thing, any derogatory or demeaning towards anybody we're we're reporting news issues and stuff that's going on that's what we're talking about and you know that's kind of why i wasn't a fan let me not say it that way this is why i love the original version of the color purple because for uh, that movie to me summed up how black women are treated in this country now what was interesting is that that movie received a few oscar nominations like Whoopi, uh, Suge Avery, Oprah, they were all nominated. Not one of them won. Now, this year, I'm going to be shocked if Fantasia, Danielle Brooks, and Taraji P. Henson don't win. But I'm saying all that to say, as a black woman in this country, the things that I have to accept just like Claudine Gay, just like the former CEO of Walgreens, the things that I have to accept both within my own community as well as outside, I don't get to complain. 
And I've lived this this way every day of my life where the re- so like I said, I've worked in environments where a white woman will start crying and the whole meeting stops. What's wrong? What's what happened? What do you need? You know how many times, Tony, I went into the bathroom stall and just cried based on the microaggression day. That's why they call it micro. You're supposed to cry in the meeting, Denise. Not a black woman. <laughs> I would be disruptive, distractive, passionate, mm. overly sensitive, all of that. And I did that for 23 years. And not one time, not one time that any of my white counterparts get, hey, So all I'm saying is that, and thank you, Marcus. He says, great conversation this morning. (laughs) Somebody said, Denise, you're on fire this morning. I'm on fire every day, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I just just hope as a society in 2024, y'all, that if we do not have these kind of conversations, whether it's a discussion or just open dialogue where we're listening, and we preface it with, oh, don't say that, or that's taboo. We're never going to get yeah. anywhere. Never. No, no. And when you and, and when people say, hey, you're talking about like not one time have we said anything that wasn't factual. Not one time have we personalized this and have said that, oh, I don't like this person or I don't like this group. As a matter of fact, we have done the opposite. Uh, you too have talked about how many Jewish friends you have. Uh, I don't mind saying this. I love all people. So it's not a thing of, well, I, I hate this person. I hate this person, but I'm not supposed to ever say anything about any issue. Because like you said, Denise, if it's never a conversation had, there's never going to be progress. There's always going to be the same ideology that uh, this is the way it is and this is how it's going to always be. And don't you dare say anything. Look what happened to Paul Mooney. Look what happened to Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Look what happened to this person. Look what happened to that person. Just And you look at it and it's like, there, what was the harm? What was the harm in the retweet by Kyrie? What was the harm? But. Again, we're not putting any sort of personal touch on this. This is all factual that we are talking about. I, look, and it was so crazy. You know what? Do, do, do y'all know Adam Richman? He is a, a foodie uh, television host. He does a lot of those. Um, he used to do Man versus Food. Yep. Okay. Yep. Adam Richman is a friend of mine. Jewish man. Jewish American. He is a friend of mine. Which, ironically, are you ready for this? We went together, he and I, and a friend of mine who he was dating at the time. The irony in this now, we went to go see Kanye West at Madison Square Garden Mm. during his uh, Yeezus tour. (laughs) Wow. And, you know, that was, what year was that? That was probably about 2014 or 2015. And every time Adam would come to Milwaukee. He loves Milwaukee, by the way. He would come here all the time. He still does every now and again. He'd want to go to a Bucks game. So one particular game, I said, I got you. I got us floor seats. And we sat, and coincidentally, which is the first time I start to foster a relationship with our owner, the owner of this station, Craig, of Good Karma Brands. That was, I met him then. And I'm saying all this to say that it, 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 you, you would never know. It was never a big deal. It was never a hot topic because at the end of the day, we were human beings 
who vibed and connected and fostered a friendship and remained friends. And fast forward to 2024, we, we have allowed society to tell us that Jewish people and black people, we can't be friends. And we can't have conversations like this without somebody, somebody getting fired. And that's sickening to me. I'm going to, matter of fact, I'm going to text Adam when I leave here today and see if I can get him to come on the show. But we, is that the guy who's being uh, crazy food? Man versus food. Bug sandwiches. Yep. Ooh, did you have one? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I, I'll eat anything, but, but not vertebrates I don't mess with. But, but what I'm saying is black, black folks, as, as a black woman who is well-traveled, who has friends from all walks of life, don't be in relationships that don't want you to be in them. And while you got society and 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 corporate America and all this other stuff, look, I'm so glad I don't listen to that because I wouldn't have a friend like Adam. I wouldn't have had dinner in Jerusalem with the rabbi. But don't think because I'm black that because I'm talking about subject matters that are impacting my community that may have to deal with another group of people that are receiving better treatment that I don't have a right to talk about that and I guarantee you my friend Adam who's Jewish if he listened to this show he'd be like facts let's talk about it or here's my perspective it wouldn't be that was anti-semitic because I I said the word Jewish or I talked about Jewish people right we gotta come on no we gotta how we gonna change and get better what's considered anti-black What's considered anti-black? Now you, you asking the right questions. <laughs> now you asking the right questions. Okay, we got to take a break, y'all. We're going to read some of your messages. Feel free to call in 833-212-1017. Get your passport. Okay? Get your passport. Before you start talking about anti-this and taboo, travel a little bit. Get with your girl, DT. Love y'all. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning, good morning. It is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. This is the third day of the new year. I'm so excited, y'all. We gonna win, y'all. Good human beings in this world are gonna win this year. It's it's gonna be a lot of curveballs thrown at us. But we gotta stay focused because there's way more of us than not, Telly. We we gotta stay focused. I'm so I already said I'm proclaiming 2024 is the year of more. The year Wait, of are more. Are you ready 2024. for it, I am. Yeah. Let's get that but, billboard. Yes. Yeah. I got I got five on it. I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about this billboard, Tony. As much as I want to, I'm not. Y'all are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told, with DT and Telly, we got guest co-host. Marquette University Men's Basketball Hall of Famer Tony Smith in the building. We got about two minutes before we go to break again. Uh, Tony, how do you, how are you feeling based on everything that we've talked about today? 
Uh, listen, uh, D- D- Denise, no one could say, I think, what a lot of us feel better than you said it, and it does get uh, frustrating. But, you know, you know, you're you you got your emotions on your sleeve. I I hide mine, but I'm feeling the same stuff you're feeling. And, you know, I'm just. That's why my skin is so buttery because <laughs> I, I let it out. Let I it gotta, out. You got to exfoliate right. all that stress, and, y'all. And, just let it out. And I keep it in. I keep it in. I'm taking notes. I'm keeping receipts. But, you, but seriously, like I got friends from all walks of life who are literally they're like, D, keep doing your thing. Like, right, yeah. we got to have these conversations. Definitely do. I'm never mad. As a matter of fact, I like some of my friends who, who literally will ask you questions. Right. Yes. And it's like, yes, un- understand us. Understand how we feel and what we think. You might not agree or you might. Not, that's not matter what you heard. But uh, like we talking about with the caller, like if you don't have the friends uh, with that kind of background, how are you going to begin to understand like what they're what they're thinking? And you like, know, and, and, and that's why I say that's the only reason I say it, rely on the media. Now you're relying on the media to tell you how somebody feels. But Go Tony, to you the just, person. You just hit the nail on the head. That's why when certain people come in, I'm like, how many Jewish friends do you have? How many how many non-black friends do you have or how many non-white friends do you have? It'll tell a lot about a person right. when people call into the show and I'm like, you sound like and, and here's the thing. I do not discredit the fact that me being able to travel the way that I travel is a privilege in the sense of it's not, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to make it seem like if you don't have your passport, then you're less of this. But I'm just saying, get it, though, because when I have conversations with non-black people across the globe, Tony, they'll be like, man, what is going on in America? The same questions I get. Do you know that we're the only. okay? so like, Tony, you travel. Telly, you travel. You know, like when you fly international and you come back into the U.S. and yep. they give you your that, that form to fill out. Yep. Have you ever noticed? I've noticed this. When, you, when you're leaving a foreign country and you come back into the U.S. and you fill out that form, it asks you to check your race. What's interesting is when you go into an internet or foreign country, they don't ask you that. All right. This is truth be told. They ask you if you have livestock. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you bringing any animals? I'm weak. I'm weak. <laughs> animals are more important to know about than race in every other country but America. You're listening to the best morning show on Tr- Telly. You a fool. You're listening to Truth Be Told with GT and Telly with guest co-host Tony Smith. We'll be back. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Tony Smith in the building, and this is Truth of the Matter. I'm going to be real quick. My Truth of the Matter is this. Any of your friends that are truly your friends that are different from you, whether it's sexual orientation, religion, race, nationality, when we're having these kind of conversations, you'll know they're your friends when they say, I hear you. That, That sounds really hard. Shout out to my white brother, John, in the studio. One of our great engineers. He's a brother from another mother who happens to be white, but always looks out for his girl, DT. I love you, John. Happy New Year. 
But that's my truth of the matter. If you got friends that are different <laughs> from you that get offended, that's probably part of the problem and not the solution. Because all my friends, whatever they look like, be like, DT, talk your talk. That's it. Love you. Tony, oh, Tony what you got? Oh, okay. I got yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, real quick, my just uh, get get yourself a diverse friend group. Uh, not, not necessarily you got to fake fake friends, but just put yourself in some places where you get to know different kind of people. You'll get a different perspective on a lot of things that way, rather than uh, like we were talking about uh, with, with Sherman relying on the media to tell you how other groups of people feel. Get to know the actual people themselves. You'll find out that we're a, we're a lot. Uh, more in step yes. than it would seem uh, if listening to media stuff. But I also got to give a shout out. My little cousin won yesterday. Elijah Jackson, number hey. 25. If you watch, he made the play to end the game to seal the victory for the Washington Huskies. Very They'll be playing nice. for the national championship. And uh, so shout out to EJ uh, and good luck in the big game. Go on, EJ! Uh, man, man, Tony, I forgot that was your cousin. Yeah, uh, that was a big play, too. Uh, my truth of the matter is uh, I loved today's show mm-hmm. because being uncomfortable is only a vehicle to understanding. And by us even just talking about it, it hopefully can lead towards more understanding. And just to piggyback off what Tony and Denise both said, it's like, don't rely on other people to tell you how you should feel towards someone else. If you aren't able to go out and diversify your friend group, but at least try to understand or talk to people Get in other ethnicities. Quit playing games! <laughs> so, that is my truth of the matter. Because something is uncomfortable doesn't mean it has to be avoided. You better talk that talk. Tell me if I love you. Because if the people that mind don't matter, and the people that matter people that don't matter mind. That's don't Dr. Scoop. Y'all have nice. a great... You liked that, didn't you? I did like that. You like you, I'm telling you, y'all have a great day. Up next, we got Sherwin Hughes, Telly, and I will be back tomorrow, and we're going to keep pushing the button until all human beings have a voice that's heard and not challenged. Love y'all. Have a great rest of the day. Peace out.